Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. This Halloween, we're discussing David Robert Mitchell's 2015 indie horror hit, It Follows. The film in question deals with a group of young friends facing the consequences of loose sex, and consequently, some of the conversation on today's episode is better suited for a grown-up audience. Along the way, you're going to get spoilers for It Follows, The Fly, The Human Centipede, House of Wax, Jeepers Creepers, Darkness Falls, Saw, The Hangover, The Babadook, The Strangers, The Shining, Hollow Man, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Joyride, Shutter Island, Black Swan, Seven, George Romero's Living Dead series, Alien, Halloween, Friday the 13th, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Inception, Munich, The Ring, The Prophecy, and Drive. Well, it's Halloween, so we had this uh, obligation to do a Halloween episode. But the thing is, is uh, only a couple of us here in the room, I think, were our horror movie enthusiasts. And even then, um, the pool of horror films over the last several years has been something of an empty pool. A bit of a drought, to say the least. So we were going around actually tonight. This is uh, it's currently 2:40 a.m. Technically Halloween right now, Ooh. and <laughs> we were arguing over what to watch and what to do a Halloween episode on. It could be something obvious. It could be something classic. We talked about doing an Evil Dead thing since that Evil Dead show. We starts. talked about watching The Fly. We almost watched was, The Fly. There was an enormous argument over whether or not The Fly was a horror film or a sci-fi film. I guess it could be both. I don't know why they can't be. Mo- <laughs> Why they have to be mutually exclusive? No, there wasn't really an argument. There was Tyler pitching a fit. <laughs> I just yeah, think everybody just wants more, to fly. It's more of a sci-fi film that's a little horrifying. But you haven't seen it. But also, Tyler hasn't seen the fly. I've, it's been. It's one of those movies that's been spoiled for me. I've seen the more horrifying scenes, and I know the premise, and I know how it ends. Well, it's, it does. It's neither here nor there because we didn't watch it. <laughs> that's true. We did not watch that movie. But we, you know, Tyler. One of Tyler's valid concerns was. How many of our listeners are going to sit there and go like the fly? Oh boy, right? Hadn't what? Hadn't thought about hearing a fly episode. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> Jeff Goldblum <laughs> film from the early '80s. And then we bickered a little bit about well, what what worthwhile horror adventures have there been in recent memory to noteworthy enough um, to do an episode on? And that that list is like what two or three deep we talked about yeah. maybe doing the babadook and then we settled on it follows it, it follows right. follows and in the room tonight we have uh tyler hands obviously hello just saw it follows for the first time happy halloween so did liam gonson's back yep i also saw it, it follows it yeah it followed me right tonight. into your living room S- that's right scary peter everyone's favorite hashtag is peter is the best peter's the worst <laughs> He saw it follows doing? for the first time this evening. I did. And then uh Patrick who's here. I'm here. We he and I saw it in theaters. Actually with Matt Hughes who's not here um right. a while back. He wanted to go to sleep, Matt Hughes. He yeah, was he wasn't a, up for it. He's a big baby. <laughs> so we're better off without him. <laughs> Always. All more spooky fun for us this Halloween, mm-hmm. am I right? At last. Trick or treat. So <laughs> The thing about it follows okay. is that uh, <laughs> <It's late. laughs> people lose their mind over um, a thoughtful horror movie these days. But once upon a time, a thoughtful horror movie was par for the course. We've always had room within the horror genre for exploitation films and you know things like The Last House of Love or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, blah, blah, blah. Well, Night of the Living Dead would certainly be included in the thoughtful horror right, movies. a little, little more than mm-hmm. that. But we also had films like The Exorcist or Rosemary's Baby. And um, back back when we didn't have to call things a psychological thriller because we were afraid to call them a horror movie because it's, you know, now people hear horror and they think of primarily slasher or torture porn or, you know, yeah. saw movies. Human centipede. Human Centipede would fall under the body horror genre. Where would you horrified by just the idea. Where would you put it? Really uh, fall under the lame like category. <laughs> <Humans>. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The <laughs> Human Centipede body horror genre, The Fly, was one of the giant linchpins of the body horror yeah, genre. Yeah, The Fly is 
pretty horrifying that way. Where would you put uh, House of Wax? Starring, <laughs> starring Paris Hilton. In the awesome category. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, House of Wax is technically a classic slasher. It's uh, Ten Little Indians. <laughs> you take a beautiful cast and you eliminate them systematically right. one by the one. Start with the slut and then you start with... Ooh, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. The I'm archetypes. Whoa, man. Where, would, judging your where would you put... Jeepers Time. Creepers. <laughs> oh, Jeepers Creepers is technically a monster movie, even though it plays like a slasher because it has a uh, a monster. <laughs> monsters? <laughs> Who is called uh, the Creeper. Actually. Right. Oh, Jeepers. That's his bag. He wears a hat and a trench coat. Where's the? What's the one about the Tooth Fairy? <laughs> You're thinking of... Uh, the Vin Diesel one? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Vin Diesel. The Tooth, the tooth Fairy movie fair. had a funny name, something about the dark. Yeah, and it was dumb. What was it, it called? It's gonna bother me. Really we'll have dumb. to look. We'll have to look that up before we finish. Anyway, that brings us into the supernatural horror of It Follows. People lose their mind nowadays over a thoughtful horror movie like The Babadook or like It Follows, especially one artfully done, because our paradigm for intelligent horror movies has become increasingly narrow over the years. Um, and even when we do get a more classic uh, kind of bloodbath horror movie or scary for the sake of being fun and scary, they still fall more under the, more under the realm of movies like The Descent or The Strangers or Paranormal Activity, the standouts over the last 10 or 15 years. So when something like The Babadook or It Follows comes along, critics are just like... Wouldn't you put Saw on that list? Let's so chalk them up in there. Saw, I mean, Saw is like the great slash. Uh, I mean, at least the first Saw. Saw is like the great franchise horror franchise of our time. You know, yeah, we I didn't have. I think Paranormal Activity is taking over that franchise. Yeah, but they're already running out of steam. Saw got. Well, I guess this was six the six six film, and Saw's maxed out at six. You know, but think about it. Like uh, I was going to see all those Saw films in theaters and thinking that it was just. Part of the experience was like, we haven't had something like this. Our, you know, in the 70s and 80s, there were franchises like Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th where every year studios were paying a minimal amount of money to uh. crank out this low-budget, formulaic thing, and then people would line up to see it, and it would make a ton of money. Where it was, you know, helpless victims running through the dark away from a killer. Right. And then right. Saw comes along, which was, you know, as much as we laugh at Saw now because it devolved throughout the course of the franchise it did the original did premise the was, first one was, was quite was clever yeah very clever and uh and well well written actually people are going to laugh at us for saying that but uh it's, pr it's an interesting story yeah, the, the very post. first saw is one of the more original films i've ever seen yeah okay, it almost well, it doesn't it almost doesn't feel like a horror movie it's funny i guess i, I just have this like inherent like want to classify movies i don't like as horror movies you know what i'm saying like you like a guy just running in the dark just somebody chasing somebody in the dark like to me that's just so boring and i don't want to see that yeah. you know what i'm saying so every time someone says oh i love horror movies i just imagine that well, definitely don't well, imagine like a movie like it follows that for that sure great. but the, the more thing psychological the thing you're describing is just a certain one kind of horror movie right that's the you know equivalent of me saying I don't like comedies because I don't like The Hangover. I don't like raunchy <laughs> bro comedies, so I hate all comedies. That's just one very specific type of comedy. You yeah, know? Peter. Jeez. Like, Airplane is not anything like The Hangover. You know what I'm saying? But right. both are comedy films. Yeah, that's probably right. right. Okay. That's so probably subcategories <laughs> of hor horror yeah, that I wasn't aware right. of. I guess I sorted movies at Best Buy for a long time. And all the covers just looked <laughs> identical. <laughs> just like, scary guy. It's black. You know, it's black both sides. Uh, that's a whole different problem. Our our designers that are cranking out stuff for movie covers and movie posters are just always so god awful, horrible crap. I'm sure yeah. they're talented people, but they're being asked to make just right. drivel, expected. And stuff. and yeah, and the horror movies are the worst of that lot. Sometimes you'll there'll be this great movie, and you'll look at the cover and be like, man, I wouldn't want to if I didn't know that this movie was good. I would never believe it was based on this god awful cover. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Those guys are doing the best they can. It's yeah. interesting because they <laughs> they are they Liam. <laughs> they stick to particular like color schemes. Like I remember just knowing <laughs> what, what section I was in because it was like predominantly like if the covers were predominantly white, I was in comedy. And then if I was in like 
kind of grayish black that's gonna be drama if you're in like black and kind of red <laughs> that's horrible 80 percent are within that color scheme it's a weird uh, no. crime drama a little bit of blue i yeah I, a little bit of blue i can't agree with that at all i don't go know how you're going to you your local best buy look yeah let's go check out our <laughs> local best buy we're about and, uh, to take a walk through a movie <laughs> store apparently yeah. used peter to be. was also uh flirted with by older ladies at Best Buy, oh too. Yeah. So his Always experience was... Okay. Shuffle around their TVs, you know, move one here, move one there, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, Peter! Old, old, older women were always requesting it, and the girls were always laughing, hey, this girl wants you. I don't know why. I guess... Something about you, man. Yeah, something about me appeals to those Something about you appeals women. to the elderly women and doesn't appeal to the... To the regular aged, you know, within my... <laughs> well, no, I was going to say the guy, the one guy on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <coughs> He's great. <laughs> so um, back to It Follows. It Follows comes out, um, did it, it earlier this year. This year, 2015. And, uh, and, you know, people are, it's getting great reviews. It does the indie theater circuit for a while and got like a proper release or at least. Yeah, it got a, it got a wide release eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh people are like wow it's so cool it's a horror movie with something to say and you know it's kind of thoughtful yeah. and artfully shot and it's like yeah i agree with all those things it's i enjoyed the movie you know and we'll talk about it more in a second here but part of me always wants to go you know we have other horror movies like this right this is not right. the only one mm-hmm. that's I, ever been done that's but great I, to know I, i'm excited i feel I'm excited like to hear about that horror movies have transitioned away from that that kind of stereotypical slasher film Freddy where Kruger. it's victims running through the dark into a more artistic and suspenseful, uh, well crafted film. Well, sure. A, Name a lot like the Baba Duke. This. What is the Baba Duke? Baba Duke. That's the stupidest name. I just like hearing it. It's an Australian horror movie that came out last year. Um, is it 2014? Yeah. Let's put it in. It was a bit of a, kind of a haunted house boogeyman story about a, a widow and her young son. But even still, a lot of the film, It Follows and Baba Duke, others similarly, they, it takes place during the day. The right, shots are slow pans and they're really tense and you, you kind of get to see, you get to see uh, more happen on the frame than you would in an ordinary old, older fashioned Sure, but there's like in the like we're saying in the horror genre, there are the movies that are the slasher guys, you know, and the people running through the woods that are done well. Mm -hmm. If you think of movies like, I don't know if you guys seen The Strangers or something like that, where Mm -hmm. when you watch it, it's like there's a quality to this and it's really scary. Yeah, I mean, even within the genres or the subgenres of horror that people think of as dumb there's well done and then there's poorly done. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, there's something you said for you know, things that you don't see, but you like, it's just all implied there. And that's the most scary thing. I mean, put sure. Like Sam Raimi up in there and you know, we can put like the shining in there, things you don't necessarily implied, see, yeah. but you just like, yeah. And the it. shining exactly yeah. great example of, uh, intelligent horror or horror was something to say, but that, no one has a problem admitting of The Shining as a horror movie. It's like a quintessential horror movie. Right. But, you know, when we think of, like Peter's saying, a lot of folks think tend to think of Saw or Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we used to even have a paradigm for, and this is the genre of horror that it seems to me is dying out more and more, uh, for a more traditional, over-the-top, horrific thing that still had something to say and still was artfully done. If you think about, like, the George Romero movies, the Night of, Night of the Living Dead and Dawn and Day of the Dead, those those movies with, like, a really overt sociopolitical commentary, um, but they were couched in, like, a, mo- a gore movie about zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we kind of don't have that anymore. Um, I mean, is it, are zombie movies classified as horror? Like, 28 <laughs> yeah. Days Later and... Yeah, weeks certainly. Later. Yeah, really? absolutely. Zombie. I, I thought those are called z- zombie movies. <laughs> I thought that was the classic. <laughs> there was a section for that at Best Buy too. Oh no, <laughs> there was. I'm sorry. So it follows takes a a very simple and clever premise. Yeah, and very it's one simple, that that you know uh, that you can't ring out too much, or the the premise starts to break down. 
So I think the director uh-huh. was really smart in not expanding the bounce because the part of the and this is a critique I've been hearing more and more that I really agree with is like good horror doesn't over explain itself. As soon as you explain too much, it becomes not horrifying. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you have a mm-hmm. a scene where they start drawing on a chalkboard and explaining all the intricate details of this monster that's chasing you yeah. and it starts to lose it's a mystery and it's yeah well it's yeah part of that also is you you start to think of ways how you could avoid the horror you know if they're like oh these are the things that you know you know that encompass this bad thing yeah what you are the like, rules oh, we'll just them? get go in a bus and you know you're like your brain just goes to like some easy fix but when they're you know don't run up the yeah, stairs. you don't know exactly what you know is totally the thing is capable of then you're just you're kind of limited in that you can't just th- come up right with something to which is why it's so hard for franchise horror to maintain what's actually scary about it because you have to by nature explain more and more or deal with something more and more whether it's like you know something with a supernatural mythos like freddy krueger or jason Voorhees or even michael myers the more you know about it the less scary it is or even something mm-hmm. like alien the more that you get into the franchise, and the more that you learn about them, it can still be cool, but the scary factor diminishes right. rapidly with each new factoid. Mm-hmm. So something like it follows, you know, the premise is very simple. She's whether it's an allegory for STDs or you know promiscuous, the the psychological breakdown that comes from pris- promiscuous behavior. It's like somebody has sex and it passes this curse onto the recipient partner that is a sex demon of some kind that only walks presumably as much as it can in a straight line toward the recipient of the curse and then if it ever catches up to them it kills them and then moves on to the next victim oh, all the, the previous way. victim yeah right? the previous, the previous victim, victim and it all goes the way back, back down, down the, the chain yeah but yeah. it doesn't really make sense that he, the person says just you know sleep with somebody else and it'll it'll go away because she's still seeing this these people what right i mean it's like yeah but she only sees it's it it's no longer pursuing her yeah, it's no right he only her. that's the incentive hey just get it to well, pursue yeah, somebody she else won't but be potentially the if they die she it's coming for you i mean yeah n- not n- you know what i'm saying i think that i'll be almost in a worse place to be where you're like I'm not sure if it's pursuing me right now, but maybe four people away from me, it's like just killed all of them and now it's back to me. You know, exactly. so that like could happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, That's the interesting like part of it. Yeah. You could never be completely at, at peace. Yeah. What if 15 years down the line, it's, you know, you'd always be looking over your shoulder. That's the terrifying pay the piper practice abstinence yeah yeah, yeah which is funny because in the world of it follows sex is a very bad thing or at least loose sex is a very bad thing yeah is it casual is it everyone who has sex in this movie is victimized almost like they would be in a friday the 13th film like right the, mm-hmm. and they're always worse for it and then they're forced into this spiral of being more and more promiscuous uh and more you know and they're suffering the effects of that all along because not right. only are they passing along this curse they're having to deal with the guilt of passing along the curse mm-hmm. and at the same time you know not wanting to be i mean there's a, it's implied for instance and it follows that out of desperation she's about to go and have sex with people up to boat. three strangers on, on a, a boat, boat in order to pass on the curse so and then we see you know we don't that happens off screen then you see her driving in a car with tears rolling down her and she's all wet eyes and she's her obviously wet. Yeah, yeah she just got out of the water so uh there's not just the curse and not just the guilt but then the you know the the added baggage of of all that it means to have like a, that that sort of lifestyle so everyone's suffering when they have sex and it follows Mm-hmm. But you it's think a that's bummer. the message it's trying to send? I don't know. I wonder what you guys think. That's I only the second time I've seen it, and it's, it's, it's to be it's determined by the viewer. It seems yeah. like it could What's be interpreted in uh, a don't multitude of ways. Is that the message that you received? Definitely not. I oh, mean, what I did you receive? What, what are your thoughts? I Peter. didn't. Think, I didn't see a message like "don't have sex." It was more like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think that there was any lower level meaning or higher level meaning. You just thought, eh, there's a bunch of kids having sex. It's crazy. (laughs) Bless their hearts. No, I just thought, you know, what we all thought. I mean, it's like, hey, this demon's going after them and they're having sex. So I didn't know that there was supposed to be some, you know, back. I don't know. I didn't. Well, I didn't think it well, was like demonizing. Josh is reading into it. It's. It's. You didn't think that movie had anything to say. You weren't like, oh, clearly there's an agenda here. 
Okay, well, if if you guys thought that was the agenda, what about at the end where uh, the kid who really likes her ends up having sex with her and it's kind of like it all wraps up well? Like, Not well, before well, he has to go and ha- sleep with yeah. a prostitute. It, it implies he's, he's having sex with a prostitute. And then there's also an open-ended shot there at the where the two of them are walking with down the sidewalk and someone them. is pursuing. Are you sure they're pursuing? Because I saw that well, person stumble a little it's bit. It's open-ended. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely open-ended, but they left a clue because... Every time you see somebody walking in that movie that's going to come f- to kill them, they're very, like, certain, and they're not going to, like, s- you know, it doesn't look casual. It looks weird. That yeah. person, like, either tripped or, like, kicks, like, I noticed his foot, like, moved like he looked more casual, like it was just some I kid I think it's just street. like the Inception thing. Right, it's right. Like everyone's right. arguing about, like, I saw it falter. I didn't see it falter. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. And so I think the idea is that it's meant to be open-ended right. like that. Like, it's meant to, like, oh, you can... But Did he trip? Does that make him not? Even mm-hmm. if that weren't the case, it's just a exact. It goes back to what you were saying that how comfortable will they ever really be? Yeah, because they're I'd constantly worrying about like, well, right. Hope it it's not catching back up to me. Even if it's not the monster following them, it might as well be because they're always going to be right. looking over their shoulder. They right. should just be like making a list to say like, it's been a month. We should probably have some more sex so that we keep with keep other it. people. Yeah, but so yeah. we keep ahead of the monster. You know yeah. that, that it's like scene. the mafia. Yeah, you're always <laughs> looking over your shoulder. <laughs> it's like Munich. Just, just when you think you're out, they pull you back in, man. That movie Munich. Remember, he was like tripping out. That's a great movie. Oh yeah. He's like, you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. He's like, you know, a spy or whatever for the Israeli government, and then towards the end, he's just kind of going nuts, thinking everyone's after him. You yeah. know, after that life. But anyways, I did that scene went over my head when he's looking at those prostitutes. I'm like. What is this scene? He's just He's driving around. Clearly like prostitutes. Right. They are clear. But he drives past them and he drives away. Uh, well, oh, but yeah, he so was he's scoping them out. Right. I get that now. Yeah. But I, didn't I think like he was really parking or something. That was it. Yeah. He, main, he maintained eye contact with one of them. Yeah. She kept looking at him. Oh, yeah. Geez. They both looked at him. Oh, I think boy. one of the tales was when she was putting the blades of grass on her leg. Remember that scene? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a thing for cutting. What so is it? It was like a adolescence thing. Oh, like you think she was cutting like, like self that was mutilation? Implying? No, it was just like what adolescents or what people in that age group deal with and put themselves through by trying to fit in or deal with stuff, and they don't know how to because they don't have family structures or whatnot. There was a heavy emphasis on broken families because, yeah, as yeah, Tyler boy, constantly uh, pointed man. out, there were no parents what ever the in the movie. Hell, were their parents? <laughs> 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 Yeah, she was none of this. Uh, the, well, it was implied that she was in college, but she was still living with her folks and yeah. her sister and these other kids. But still, w- there was one one parent, or maybe we saw hers. It was a well, a Greg's brief mom, right? Of two moms, presumably sitting there talking. Yeah, and that was the only time that when the, the police showed up. Yeah, the clear. And then there was a mom in the hospital. Right, but the only the only clear definition we have of a mother was was when the monster took the mother's shape and Greg's killed mom. the yeah. neighbor across yeah. the street. Yeah. 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 And then you, did you notice that the only time the talk about uh, the STD element showed up was when the t- moms were talking and they were like, did she catch anything? Right. And uh, the other one's like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. And you're thinking like, well, yeah, she kind of did. She, she did. caught. She caught the yeah. curse. This is the worst, worse than sexually that. transmitted Should we address demon? Like moisture <laughs> genital thing. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, guess well, we are. What a, I mean, <laughs> let's <laughs> begin. What well, like, we have to. So <laughs> my favorite scene. Stop, I wasn't thinking stop, about it. Stop, 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 stop. So stop, this stop, is my start favorite again, scene in the movie. Start again. What did you just say? <laughs> Should we address the moisture genital? The moist <laughs> genitals. <laughs> just, just spit it out, man. <laughs> Where are you going? Stop, stop. I, I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> talk. Can I make Tyler say it again? All right. Listen, <laughs> my favorite scene is where she's she's in the bathroom, <laughs> in the world, and she's like looking down her drawers. <laughs> the right word. Wait, well, That's exactly what, this is your right favorite word, scene. Right. Yeah, no, this is my favorite scene, and the reason why I like it because it felt so real. Because she's fine. She starts looking down, <laughs> and then she she like starts hyperventilating. She's panicking. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then the thing hits the the i don't know that was yeah. just like it felt it, was it felt like something i would do like you're like uh, like you, you, you know you're <laughs> like, the point is you like you kind of start freaking out and then something like that sure, like a sure. noise happens and then 
you just bug out. I don't know. Was there oddly functions out the window? I was just like, it was all the creepy neighborhood kids who were looking at her in the pool. Yeah, yeah but why? That, why did they throw a ball at the window? No, no, to get her to come to the window so they could see her in her underwear. Because then it, uh, no, it ball showed, got thrown it at showed it, the kid on the roof as if he yeah. was just outside the window. It was a neighborhood kid. Right. Yeah, I don't right. know if the two things were connected. But the point kid is, playing okay, ball and the kid happened to be in out there. Watching her, but I actually took note of that scene as well because it was right after the incident where the curse is passed on to morning. her, and then she obviously feels violated for a number of reasons, and she's like looking at her body in a mirror and like overcome with anxiety. You know what I mean? That's right. the, that. Those were the kind of inferences to me that were oh, like, about the "What is what? I wonder what this gentleman's view of if this is just a you know." A creation for this movie, the world in the world of it follows. Sex is a dangerous and and often destructive thing. Or if he like, there's some for him personally. There's a story there, but but um, but to continue discussing what I was talking about. So she's looking at her stuff. No, 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 no. You're g- yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying the her thing. You know, sure. She's staring at her junk. Yeah. And We're then back later, moisture. when um, the neighbor's mom, but you know jumps on top of him and starts what looks like dry Pe- humping him or yeah, not dry very moist she, humping. well she what's that about P- like <laughs> it really shows us that like they're like <laughs> rubbing she did kill him and not? she was somehow humping him but it was like i felt like it was us to learn something about we that. first saw you know, that with like the girl important the f- thing we first saw that with the girl in the kitchen she was right peeing on herself well, that was just urine yeah yeah well i mean it was pretty clearly urine I think that the scene of the like the only scene we see of the demon actually taking a victim on screen it was just like there were all kinds of weird fluids because sex is in essence a fluid exchange and it almost seemed like that was a I don't know I'm I'm you're right straws here you know so it when we did see the the monster attacking that that neighborhood boy uh, on screen, it was doing some sort of sexual <laughs> thrusting to him, and I wonder if that's what the the girl in the opening scene experienced as well, because her leg was broken backward, and like yeah. we don't get a yeah. lot of violent images in the movie. We just have that one introduction to this girl running, and then she we see her. Yeah, I think that's part of the the genius of it is we don't really know. Right. So we have that really terrible, violent image from right. the beginning that's scaring us as yeah. this thing is following right. all the rest of these victims. Right. But is that what she ha- she endured also? It was some sort of probably crazy that's what sexual I was saying. We endured or the violent yeah. grind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's what I liked about the neighbor kid. No, no, the no, girl the, from the, the beginning. The very, the very beginning. Oh, she's you're on saying the beach. she endured this. this right. Sexual. I was wondering yeah, if the kid endured the getting brutally murdered yeah. part. Well, well whatever, you don't necessarily see what happens to him aside from right. just his death. But she what, just jumps yeah. into the room and then he's Pounces on the floor. On him. Well, we don't know that he's dead even. Yeah, we do. He so was like all white and lifeless. He was clearly dead. But no, I was just saying, like, what I liked about it, like, I mean, the you know that first scene with the first victim, she's kind of broken from, you're assuming just like, Something like violent. violent, and these sex, these monsters yeah. are super s- strong, right? Because the way it threw that boy too, yeah, yeah. just tossed him aside. But yeah, like, like what I liked about it is like just like in the tradition of the ring, where you don't like throughout the whole movie, you're kind of set with this what the ring does after they see that the video. Uh, throughout the rest of the movie, you're just like, well, so what's going to happen with with like these next characters, right? Because so you would forth. see the victims all drained, but you didn't see how they got that way, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like that, that was that's a great formula for it. It really is. In the same, f- same fashion. Part of the thing that was frustrating to me is that it seemed like sometimes the monster was inconsistent in what it could and couldn't do. Right. It didn't stick yeah. to its own mythology. Yeah. It's like... As far as being able to kill it or... For me... No, it, just the way that, that the monster kind of operated. The yeah. way that it assaulted or did, didn't assault its... Uh, targets was weird to me because the the you know the first few instances that you get of it pursuing the victims were actually quite scary the right. the old woman at the school i thought was very unsettling and yeah, then the scene good. in the the best scene in the movie when it uh it comes in through the kitchen window and it's this woman that's like peeing herself 
she runs up into the room her friends still don't believe that anything's happening yeah. and then that tall guy just oh, ducks yeah. into the room the really tall fast. guy was scary that yeah. was really Wasn't scary all, his eyes like gone or something they were just uh, like sunken in or yeah. something he had all these different forms like the prophecy what yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what that's what totally. the the, the first write that now. right yeah. go ahead I'm just doing things for you to write down. <laughs> that was the first <laughs> sexual uh, partner's explanation of the monster. He said, it walks very slowly. Don't let it touch you. Yeah, don't don't enter a room that doesn't have two exits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, very okay. slow, but it's not stupid. And, and right after he, he explained how you can escape the monster, we remember, of course, that girl who's standing in the street mysteriously and then running you know, through yeah. people's yards. She had given yeah. up. By the mm-hmm. time she got to the beach, she was yeah. saying her goodbye. So we understand that it, it just it moves one step at a time, very slowly. Yeah, that and it, it, it doesn't seem to have any other, at least initially, any other sort of uh, agility. Right. Mm-hmm. So when it gets a hold of you know like young uh, Ryan Adams in that <laughs> bedroom, right. the rocker guy, it jumps at him. It lunges for him as soon as it's within a foot of him, oh, grinds yeah. him to death, and that's that. But then when it's on the beach, taking the form of uh, Jay's friend, it like yanks her by the hair right. and throws another guy. And then there's that s- the, the scene, from th- which for me was terribly anticlimactic around the pool where it's like just throwing appliances around and stuff. Why wouldn't it have right. just walked into the pool? That's what it should have done. And, yeah. and just that would have been terrifying yeah. because yeah. she can't move fast and... Instead, well, it's like throwing things around. Because yeah. well, like, all of a sudden, it just assumes it's intelligent to know, like, what are you trying to electrocute me? And it's just like tossing. Yeah. And why would the electrocution ever matter? We've already established that it can be shot in the head repeatedly, which that mm. doesn't even really make sense because well, it doesn't actually have a physical form. No. Right. Well, they're thinking that... Well, kind of, right? Because they could hit it with stuff. Yeah, maybe they're thinking that they yeah, kill it. Just it's stuck in the water. It's got an cloak. It'll stay but there in was, the water. there was another instance where there was one on a roof and you're thinking, why is it up there? How did it get up there? Yeah, why it is it like just standing and not walking hassle. towards them? What's it for? How, how what's like it mobile for? it is? It's like yeah. you know, like I couldn't imagine it that thing. Yeah, well, her, bedroom she, was on the, her bedroom was on the top floor. Maybe he was trying to get to the window. <laughs> when we first mm-hmm. uh, when we on. first followed uh, <laughs> followed yeah. uh, when we first uh, <laughs> followed uh, the main character. What's her name? Jay Jay Home, and she's sitting inside her house. I remember thinking to myself, well, how is this this monster supposed to get in? Can it can it open doors? Can it go through walls? Can it climb upstairs and then we hear the window crash and i think oh that's that's terrifying and then we see later one climb in through the window but then the whole my whole question throughout the whole film was can they swim can they climb what if you went into a treehouse and kicked down the ladder like can is it, that it it just lives down there on the ground <laughs> yeah it's just gonna stand down there waiting for you i feel like there's there's certain certain that's things that point. it didn't explain hmm. that we didn't get to see yeah you're just thinking well you live in Hawaii now. Fly to yeah. Hawaii and that's that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, can't we just get on a plane, go to an island, and then yeah. you're never going to do it again? That. So it's like yeah, but that's the that part is the beauty of the story, though, yeah. because it takes a certain amount of time for the reality of the thing and how it works to sink in, especially on kids. And the friends have to buy into it, and that takes a while. And they're naturally going to be thinking, well, is there something we can do to stop this thing before they're thinking, all right, well, let's think about this practically. Let's buy tickets to Hawaii, even <laughs> though I'm 18 years old. And but they did think wait, about did it Did they say that? Did they say something about Hawaii? No, they didn't. No, I'm saying just, oh. it, I think it's more believable that's what Josh that they would, would drive around. Yeah. Well, sure, because they're, they're young teenagers. Of but course, they're going to act kind of crazy initially. It's tough to get out of Detroit, man. Eventually, <laughs> eventually <laughs> they do think about it rationally, and it's they, they still don't solve the problem like they don't well their rationality is that stupid pool idea right just think like they're electrocuted that's the that's like how every nightmare on elm street movie gets by the third act they're coming up with some cockamamie idea to kill freddy Krueger. it's like maybe right. if like you grab Scooby-Doo him in movie. the dream you and can pull him out of the dream it's like why, do, why would we be doing this this well, plan makes no sense they whatsoever. went to the scariest possible setting <laughs> let's go to a closed down pool it looked like a pr- i thought they were going to a prison at first <laughs> so and like then you gotta like walk asylum. through it's like Sure. It seems like it's subterranean. Like but that's you're just down there. Well, that's where they had their first kiss. But that's just like the that's the idea. What <laughs> if they had gone to a prison? Can this thing scale walls? Right. Would have right. never been able to get but in if you never opened a door. I think that that's what you guys were saying earlier. What the scary part about it is, even if you say you were in that situation and we're like, you know what, I'm gonna fly to Hawaii. You go to Hawaii, you're still gonna be sitting there 
thinking about is this thing gonna can, just swim across the ocean <laughs> or and in a year can, it'll be here? can this thing get on an airplane right mm-hmm. i mean oh that it could be a deadhead oh it's <laughs> just <laughs> following him around <laughs> like it's a groupie it's just but, lying around looking but for the if this thing <laughs> if this thing was on an airplane it obviously can be interacted with albeit it's invisible to anyone who hasn't had sex with a previous sex monster <laughs> possession sure sure uh <laughs> so it's it's invisible but you can still reach out and touch it if it's on a plane people would be bumping into it right yeah that's yeah. the other thing it seems like when it just made more sense for them it to have them pass through it rather than be the invisible man right. like they're draping mm-hmm. a blanket over it and right, stuff. Yeah. visibility cloak yeah i think yeah, that Harry was Potter. that was probably the problem that we were talking about with tarantino had with it that it established cool rules, but kind of didn't really stick to them sometimes or like played with it too much to have right. cheap yeah, scares it, at times it, or something. If you've mm-hmm. listened to podcasts in the past, this came up a lot in our Shyamalan episode yeah. where Tarantino made a comment about It Follows uh, where he, he said this movie is really good, but he was upset that it wasn't great because we can all agree that the premise is simple and just so smart. Yeah. But the execution was kind of lacking. I know. I yeah. still, I still liked it a lot. No, I, I think know, the execution, overall. the execution was lacking at parts. Right. I would say, because yeah. I felt like the pool sequence in particular th- threw me yeah. out of what was like really consistent, yeah, creepy true. slow burn to where I'm like, what is, what are we doing yeah, now? Like, this seems like wacky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it it got back into what felt like a more settled vibe, and I think you know part of it is just like the the overall way that the movie is delivered is really fresh and interesting. Like yeah. the way that it's shot yeah. is very like, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was stylized. It was great. I, yeah. I, really I even that. thought Agreed. the, the score is fantastic. Yeah. Actors yeah. played, actors played well. I don't know if I was into the score. You didn't like that score. Man, that's that's, that's what awesome. made the movie. To yeah. Me. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. felt like, <laughs> it felt like uh, a less, professional version of drive oh uh, that's so <laughs> funny i was gonna say it was like it's drive like, except it's for like they got some it's crazy uh, yeah. some art school majors who just graduated, they may have, graduated yeah. out of the music program and said yeah. create for us a drive soundtrack and they, and they said it. well yeah we yeah. can no, they actually got like. a band to make that score that hadn't yeah. done scores really? I, right. I was into it but it just felt slightly amateur maybe that's yeah. what they were well, going even, for yeah even the direction some of the cinematography they're just using kind of you know your typical tricks but yeah i think for the budget that they had i think i mean as far as talking about things that, that did work well with it i mean you've got kind of a kind of a period piece would you say this like early 90s late 80s you know you're it's hard you know, to know. It's yeah it was in, it sure. was in just in you know there's no cell phones no there's the girl no at the beginning was on the cell phone at the beach and okay. what about yeah, that clamshell? Like, what was uh, that? Yeah. Kindle okay. What was that bizarre clamshell? Really, Kindle. like, oh, she used yeah. it as a light. I actually read an interview it. with the director where he just said that he he wanted it to have it feel like it wasn't modern, uh-huh. but not like completely tethered to. This is obviously 1979 oh, or 1980. Yeah, so there yeah. were these little tidbits of modern technology to make yeah. you feel like you wouldn't be focusing on it the whole time, but you just settle into what feels like something other than right now. Because it yeah. definitely felt like an early 80s. The cars, yeah. yeah. All like 80s cars. Some kind the of music no, contributed no, no, to that. Yeah. All the cars were in 80s. They were like 70s. 90s cars. Early nineties huh. tops, because huh? okay. the <laughs> there's no curves. There's no <laughs> curves on the cars. <laughs> what do you got to say about that, Peter? I remember specifically looking around, and I'm like, oh, okay, so it's it's modern day because it doesn't have yeah. like seventies. Yeah. Look, looking at it, had a normal car. Yeah, yeah. The girl at the beginning had like a Toyota. Uh, yeah, she had a normal car. See, that's Camry. what I'm saying. Like those little those little pieces were the exception to the rule, and then they they have like tube TVs with dials yeah. and rabbit ears, mm-hmm. and they well, yeah. look looking all at the, the movie. movies are old that they're watching. Yeah, They're all black and white. <laughs> yeah, that was that's that cool. Idea. No, that's kind of cool that it's weird though. That's you not can't us. Pinpoint it. Yeah. It's just yeah. like what what are they but doing? It's almost like a different alternate reality, <laughs> parallel universe, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Almost like a movie or something. It's yeah. a, just a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dystopia. Look, looking at the film, <laughs> it, it felt like they probably didn't have a huge budget. And I don't ever hold that against anybody when they're making a film. I think they did a great job if they didn't have a, a large budget. But the the they use no name actors, which is sometimes really great. I think worked for them in this occasion. Yeah, they were really good. Um, 
but it did feel slightly under budget, but mm-hmm. uh, under budget, low, lower budget. But what I was really impressed with was uh, the cinematography. Like you mentioned, it was really great, especially a lot of those shots where they had cameras like mounted to the wheelchair or mounted to the car. Yeah. And you got to follow along in these kind of uh, rickety extended shots mm-hmm. where they wouldn't cut for a long time. Yeah. And it, it worked really well for them. Yeah. A lot of interesting use of like bird's eye view POV from, from the protagonist, from Jay's point of view, whenever her hand was involved, she'd yeah. reach out sure. and touch something and we'd be looking like down. down. Yeah. And there was a lot of like really symmetrical framing with like certain uh, stages that they'd have or, yeah, um, lots great. that they'd be on, and or the way that the camera would be mounted on the hood of cars mm-hmm. in certain ways. Yeah. The way around. it would pan, sometimes you didn't know what they were trying to show you. You would look yeah. around, and sometimes, sometimes it would just be showing a scenery, and sometimes yeah. it would be something horrifying. It was it really was, cool. It was pretty cool. They would set down a cameraman in the middle of the shot, and he would just be kind of turning slowly from one angle to the next as the scene unfolded. I yeah. thought that was fantastic. Well, this was really good. You know what? The biggest reveal for it being a low budget film that above ground pool <laughs> <laughs> that is a bummer nobody no, who's anybody kind of wants to get spend right now to get one of them pools an above man, ground pool no one has those anymore Dude, those things are the worst suck, man. anytime a friend invited me over to their house to go swimming in an above ground pool it's like you kidding me no man I'll take a bath you know it's the worst though when people would invite you to an above ground pool and but they wouldn't clarify they'd say because I'd have friends that would straight up say like you want to come over and come swimming it's above ground like they need it. I'm going to go ahead and put no it out disclaimer. there right now. But sometimes friends would be like, yeah, come over. They got a pool. Let's go swimming. I'd be like, but they oh, say, I got yeah. a nice pool. Yeah. And then you go over there and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Above <laughs> ground. No. Well, my I, friends had a hybrid where they built a deck that like went up to the top of the pool so it felt like an underground <laughs> pool that's but not a, a <laughs> that's not a hybrid that's a russian hybrid <laughs> no no that's an above ground pool with no, a dock no, on no, it, man. it felt we we were I, convinced i think the big <laughs> issue she was being haunted because she swam in that above ground you pool. know there was something about i noticed this viewing that the water water seemed to act as an omen or some kind of representation of her vulnerability she was in the water constantly yeah. uh that's when we first meet her or yeah in or around the water in as a precursor to several instances of her most vulnerable. She was in that pool. She was by the beach. She was in the pool again a couple of times at the end. She had to swim out to those boys. And uh, and always with the cast. Yeah. Always yeah. with that freaking That's cast. That's a great cast. Yeah, we're Back in the day, like they just never like diluted from water. <laughs> I know. It yeah. like came apart. Now, the what? invincible cast. There yeah. was a quick shot near the end of her above ground pool that had been destroyed. What happened to that pool? How did it break? Well, well, obviously, one of the walkers was just, you know, because I assume that well, they're obvious, taking, obviously. They're taking the line of, like, most efficiency. I mean, they're taking the hypotenuse. So you, you think they're it walked the through other the legs. pool? Yeah, it was it just like, bumped boom, into the side. line right through the according, pool. According to the rest of it the... Smashed it smashed down because it, it had a clear, like, yeah, yeah, smash yeah, down. But it see, it was only see them walk around stuff. I think they just, it was getting cold and they were putting the pool away. <laughs> so they smashed down side but there was yeah, only one side down, smashed down it's not like they walked in one side Ooh. and walked out the other there was the what? cleaning device out there yeah they were putting the it away crawler. Yeah. The what, what what <laughs> scene did the that creeper. follow <laughs> maybe it, it was implying that she had been attacked in there once or something that did well, just delete away there was an implied lapse of time because uh, in the, when she first had the f- the, inc- the original incident and it was she was sitting in a room with and it had been served like a sandwich, a deli sandwich and a pickle. And then that that uh, that one of those final scenes of her in the room where all the friends are in there laying around, everyone's all depressed. The sandwich was all moldy and the pickle was all withered up as mm-hmm. though, um, you know, it just a visual reference a that uh, a lot of time had gone by mm-hmm. since that first day morning. Uh-huh. We were there. Yeah. Hey, did anyone else think that during that pool scene when the kid the kids like shooting the you know the revolver? That the ghost was just trying to get him to shoot, shoot his friends. Like he shot the girl in the ankle and maybe just like cap off she, all her friends. I just thought she that those kids were idiots the way they fired guns at their friends standing yeah. around when they were panicked. Yeah. She didn't react yeah. very strongly for being shot in the leg. Yeah. Wow. She kind of sat down and went, oh, God. She was a, oh, this that hurts. girl was Stinks. like a mild character. Yeah. But it seemed like they were really going to. She introduced her to sit in the background and read Dostoevsky to. The, yeah. Why is she just reading the idiot? 
passages from the idiot throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which I couldn't and figure out why that. I know. I was trying to tie it in, but it didn't really seem like it did. The neighbor seemed like he was into her and he was like staring at her and like, okay, she's going to be like some key. Like they're going to really. And then nothing. No payoff. Like, oh, she got shot, but didn't even barely react. And then they're sitting just sitting in the, and then in the now hospital eating the sandwich. <laughs> she was really no. enjoying it. She was very comfortable in that bed. Yeah. She was doing After what happened. <laughs> that, that was cool, though, when you see her in the background. And you're like, oh, she's just, she's, you know, when they're at the beach and you see her coming and you're like, oh, she's just coming back. And then you're like, oh, wait, there's a girl swimming. And it's like, you know, you, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, the way she moves slowly into the frame right. to where you're like, wait and a minute. As soon as they that's, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, sorry. <laughs> The okay. big guy, yeah, let us have you know, it. the big tall guy with the sunken eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he showed up for a second, right, at that barn, or that on that beach scene they walked yeah. in there, and it just yeah. shows up for like a split yeah. second. Yeah, as if was it creepy. was changing shapes in order it became to that little kid. It, yeah, it was almost it, it like it, it did it in order to help knock down that door, right? Because it was right. coming yeah. as the woman, it's and going it's like, through oh, like, its Rolodex, right? It's like oh, I'll become this big I like, guy. I like the way it changed constantly, but I gotta say, I hated, hated the way that. It became that kid and hiss. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was the, that it made was it seem like two problems of the movie. It had the the silly hiss, but also he, he kicked a hole in the door. Yeah, which is a problem for other parts in the movie where if they can't get in a door, they have to go break a window. It or just something. knocked on the door earlier. It knocked on that yeah. on Ryan Adams' bedroom door. The mom. Yeah, like and that that's scarier when it just fidgets with the knob or throws a rock when it's like blowing holes and. I'd hate that. Throwing kids across <laughs> the beach. <laughs> and then just kick that. a hole in the door. <laughs> and the, and that, it. that kid, the other guy that inseminated her, he, uh, <laughs> his Peter house that he was at. of the body <laughs> snatchers now. <laughs> he, the house he was so at, good. what was that? I mean, he like boarded up all the walls and put those. It's almost, I'd be way more scared to stay at that house. I know. It's like he was trapping himself. Trapping in himself You wake up and see that thing shuffling at you? No, sir. <laughs> yeah, those, seriously. But see, and then even that, there were all these little references to uh, to sexuality in weird ways throughout the movie. Did oh, you, yeah, like, the mags. So yeah. there was these magazines in that house with him. And then there was also that story, that anecdote that they shared, Jay and uh, Paul share on the couch. Um, one of the early nights where he's like, remember when we found all those dirty magazines and we were looking at them and they're like, yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. You know what I mean? There's like, you don't just write that in there for no reason. Yeah. There was a, I thought it was weird that there was used tissues on top of the Playboy magazine. Play <laughs> I don't know why you thought that was weird. <laughs> maybe, maybe the uh, <laughs> <It's> definitely inappropriate. <laughs> maybe the gross. Uh, maybe the story the magazines started getting followed too. Okay. <laughs> 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 it follows anything that has Maybe a sexual that encounter. Yeah. The magazine's yeah. house. Well, sp- you know. Going back to the how the ghost would turn into like those different people. <laughs> did anyone think that maybe like it was like he turned into a magazine? Ma- yeah, magazine <laughs> started knock rapping at the window. Like <laughs> aha. The <laughs> but just like I was just like, are those like other victims that it had? But then when it had that weird kid, I was like looking for a consistency in the 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 way the the ghosts would kind of reveal itself. Like, yeah. I was like, is it like the T-1000 that would always like reveal, it could become anyone that it had killed before? That, that was one of those things I thought also was great that it didn't tell us what was going on, but yeah. I kind of, I gathered that the the women what we saw were previous victims and you could see like yeah. different Because some of them looked like they them. had been like assaulted, their, their sure. clothes were torn. Right, it looked very... yeah unfortunate for them yeah but then, when the mom was pounding on the door <laughs> yeah why did her the shirt come on why was her yeah her her robe was undone because that's all so sexualized that's like the point of the monster is yeah. sex monster. Yeah, so it's, it's like a, i better sex monster. Uh, unrobe it, myself before it clearly really took the shape of her dad who we we must gather is either dead or had left the family or something so i wondered the first time who? i watched it when Jay's the guy at the pool. The throwing the there's a moment where they they say, "What's it look like when it's at the pool?" And she's like, "I don't want to tell you." And then later on, we see a glimpse of a photo on the wall of the whole family, and the man that it was the shape of at the pool was the father. Oh, in the photo, I didn't didn't catch that. So I wondered if like uh, that you know there could be a connection drawn there that the monster had taken the dad as a victim at some point. Well, no, no, no. At the beginning, he explained that it will take the shape of. 
people you don't know and people you do know, and he thinks that it takes the shape of people you do know just to mess with you. That's true, but it could have got the dad. Like, <laughs> he is no, dead, I suppose. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the he girl... got sex monstered. The, the, girl hadn't, sex monstered. the girl on the balloon out in the water hadn't been sex monstered because uh, she was coming from the thing. And that kid with the, the stupid... That was the kid that like, spies kid. on her. I know, but those were kids that we clearly knew were still, still there. Alive. The dad seems oh. to be gone out of the picture. Yeah. So it's weird because it seems, you know, this is the difference between, you know, a horror movie and psychological thriller because we know this is, this is supernatural. This isn't like, ultimately at the end of psychological thrillers, you're like, oh, this could potentially have been all in their head. But in this movie, there's no way. I mean, other people are interacting with it. You know what I'm saying? Where people in the world are you getting these bizarre rules from? <laughs> you need to watch more movies, man. <laughs> Second, talking about the <laughs> <laughs> elaborate whether or not something could be in someone's head or not or whether or not supernatural based in reality has no bearing on whether it's a proper horror movie but in a way I mean, i'm just saying this one in particular couldn't be classified as a psychological thriller because it's not just it's not like oh you know this is just i guess when i'm thinking psychological thriller it's usually based in reality but something's just kind of twisted in from a psychological standpoint as uh, opposed to like something actually being supernatural like in the movie like a kid being flung across the screen or like you know although it's kind of inconsistent because sometimes you know what she sees is kind of psychological you know it depends like her dad she sees her dad or she sees people she knows yeah psychological psychological thriller is just a fancy term we gave to movies like david fincher movies that you know uh are on the scary or twisted side but no one thinks of seven as a horror movie or well is there anything that's like blatantly like supernatural in that movie that you're like well the, it doesn't you know what i'm saying are there characters who are not part of the plot that are kind of regular like sane people that are interacting with whatever i don't know what that movie's about well you know no but i mean there are also movies that anyone would clearly classify as horror movies that don't involve any element of supernatural right horror. yeah i guess that's just that's where i mean i draw the line you know so usually like <laughs> uh, the, i always do the black or uh, black swan as the argument for psychological thriller versus horror movie to me black swan is a quintessential horror movie it's like but uh, it's also quintessential psychological thriller i, but I think that she's just in going these cases in psychological thriller is just we would give that name to Black Swan as opposed to horror movie because we don't want to sell Black Swan. It sounds like we're no. doing Black Swan a disservice by calling it a horror movie, uh, but it I is such no. a horror uh, movie. No, Just to, to add to our list of spoilers, I think the psychological thriller that he's kind of film he has in his mind is something like Shutter Island. Yes. Yes. Yar, Shutter right, Island. Shutter Island. But no, even Black Swan, that's an excellent point. It's like ultimately this girl's tripping out. It's in her head. And so at the end of the movie, you're not like, Oh man, there's a demon after this girl. You're like, oh, she's crazy, and it's you know she's like going nuts, and in a way, you know, because in real life, like people go crazy and they commit suicide or do something really dramatic, and that's totally possible. So in that way, it's like, oh, this is a psychological thriller because it's yeah. But if it were the same exact premise where something was entirely in the character's head that was making them freak out and go insane, and they went on a violent killing spree, still a psychological. Thriller. We would, but most people would say like if it involved like. There's a movie, 70s movie called Maniac. Same exact thing that we're describing right now, except it, it g- involves a guy who goes around scalping women mm, and taking yeah. the scalps home I and guess, putting yeah. them on mannequins. You're right, because I guess mass murderers, or like, what's that movie where there's like a trucker driving around killing everybody and that guy is in it who... That's a ton of movies. Who d- died recently. Joyride? Is it Joyride? Candy yeah, Cane. Fa- uh, Fast and the Furious. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. Candy Cane. Candy That's Cain. a horror movie. And all God it is man, is a guy. What a long right, list totally of spoilers. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Pat. Um, <laughs> what, what does this have to do with anything we're talking about? That's <laughs> what I want to know. I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know how we it got here. truck driver. <laughs> Can I say something I thought was cool about the movie? <laughs> yeah, please. Get us back. Please you know, watch it. Get us back to it. Follows. Just, <laughs> just follow Peter. me, Peter. You know, like, remember when they were in the high school? figuring out about Hugh and then uh, I noticed because I kept looking to see if I could see extra things cause since I've seen the oh movie yeah. before at one know. point they're standing there talking and in the background very subtly you see a student or somebody walking towards them 
but there's all these other people and very specifically because what they're wearing and then when they get in the car to leave a few minutes later the, the person's walking toward yeah. them but the camera never focuses on it never makes a big deal of it it's just yeah. in the background you have to really look for it that it's yeah, I saw that. No, constantly following the director throw that cool. in a lot doesn't mm-hmm. it yeah. doesn't it um, do a 3D pan like it starts with them or like a, a 360 pan like it starts with them and it yeah. pans around and you see a bunch of people in the frame and at one point you do see somebody like get up and start walking and it keeps panning and it comes back to them and then yeah then yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying okay. the pan's so cool because you don't know what you're looking for or if any of it's right. relevant because it just all of a sudden lands on them and you're like well yeah. did they just look cool or is there a point and it's to cool this? that you could potentially miss it too yeah you know and it's like you see it in there and, and they don't actually interact with it and it's cool because it's like oh man that's frightening so and here's the thing: know. it would probably be dumb to make more of these movies, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. The more we don't make a part two, it follows again. <laughs> it's still it, following. It, it, it follows, follows some more. <laughs> it still follows. Wait, well, let, what about the pool scene? Right, I thought when they like shoot him and then the blood fills the entire pool. Like, I thought that was like some conclusive. Like, oh, they figured it out. You gotta shoot it in the head when it's in the water. While it's underwater, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, why would it just it's stop? Because like they seem like relieved, <laughs> like finally, that. sure. Like yeah, she climbed uh, over was, and like looked at it, so she, you know, it seemed like they had accomplished something. But then they took that extra step to uh, sleep together, and then they slept. Then he went and slept with the prostitute, and then they're walking down the street, and you see something following them. So it's like it's up open for interpretation. Yeah. But speaking of, yeah. Why did they go into this this pool scene knowing that they were going to just confront this monster without her sleeping with uh that guy what's it, the 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 nice boy Paul <laughs> Paul Paul why why did she choose to sleep with him after this confrontation instead of before if she had slept with him before the confrontation then two people in that room would have been able to see the monster she yeah, was she didn't want to put it. Paul at risk she felt because the other guy had just died and yeah. Paul was like all lonely and whiny for her. <laughs> but she then felt guilty for yeah. But then she slept with him right afterwards. Yeah, because the plan was to pass it to some prostitutes and to keep it going. Yeah, man, hard, desperate what? times. You know, let's let's. Why don't this we? Is like plan B. They, they, <laughs> they had Plan A, and then they did Plan B anyway. It's all one big plan, man. It's all part <laughs> of the plan. Wait, what if someone uh, got pregnant? You know what I'm saying? That's well, bad. That's bad. Maybe that could be part two. You know. No, maybe that, maybe that baby can you know start hanging out with these people that follow it. You know what I'm saying? I wonder Take what they're the trying level. to say with her dad <laughs> being the last level. incarnation because there's a bunch of stuff like now her dad's trying to get her. Her dad's pulling her down into the pool. She leans over and watches her dad bleed to death. Hmm. We don't know why the dad's not in the picture anymore. Hmm. We don't see any parents. Where the hell are these parents? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why are they going to that? It's Detroit, man. You did not you appreciate know? the parental negligence depicted in this movie that, they, that makes you a good parent man yeah, he was don't saying, do what they did he was saying it through the movie every time they'd go off in the car together he'd groan and, oh <laughs> where are the parents <laughs> they'd get in the car and go away for the weekend <laughs> without a second thought so why don't we wrap up our big Halloween celebration of It Follows by just saying like what you would do if you were being followed I want to hear you guys plans to do it because Peter rightly pointed out I think what a lot of audience members do is they immediately think Oh, well, here's what I would do. You do that in any survival horror situation. You start to think, oh, they should do this. You know, and people yell at the screen, make sure he's dead or whatever it might be. And I realize this is going to put you into some compromising situations, possibly. Mm -hmm. But what would you do? Jeez, it's hard. I got to think. Hawaii. Hawaii. I don't like that idea. (laughs) I like Hawaii. Spirits. Unless unless you had it. Yeah, you know what would be a good... Here, I'll go first. Let's (laughs) just say for the sake of survival right now, you know, your philosophical and moral quandaries are... They're off the table. You know, you're just, you're pragmatically trying to live. What are you going to do? So I would first do a calculation because it seems like that would be pretty trivial. It's like, find out at what rate do people walk? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> zombie style. Right? Yeah. It's like, you know what, three, four miles an hour. That's fair. Then, That's fair. Do the math. Find, yeah. yeah, do the math. Be like, okay, if I get, you know, X amount of miles, let's say it's 300 miles that buys me, you know, two weeks, then I could just maybe plot out like places I would go like, oh, I'll fly here. And I'll fly here or whatever. Right. I mean, but if, then again, uh, if anything, you would you would be flying f- f- from one side of the country to the other and back again overnight. Right, right. Just yeah, exactly. That that'd be the most the easiest thing to yeah. do. Yeah, you just but you go there. You know how much time you right. have to buy. We got a big question: Can the monster get on a plane? <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd find out. You would do it once. I'd go to Russia. 
you know, obviously. Go hang out in Moscow. And I'd wait. And I'd, now, get, what and if, I'd what approximate if you, the date that it would get there. What if you walking. got on a plane and then you saw it get on the plane? Oh, and then dang. you got off and let the plane take off and like you just waved goodbye to it. Are you psyching no. out? Oh, <laughs> easy. Jump out of a parachute. <laughs> what yeah. you do is you hang out. You could you could even get in your car and go around a tr- go around in circles. Right. And just wait. Wait until like 30 minutes before your flight or an hour before your flight. Driving around in a circle in the parking lot, watching it just walk after you right. in your rear view mirror. And then you're like, okay, time to go. It doesn't seem and like make, it'd be so challenging to right. run this thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then just drive to the airport, which is like, make sure it's like long enough away that you know you'll have plenty of time. It'll never walk there in time for you to board your plane, right. get to the other country. And then you got six months probably. Hopefully, <laughs> <Or> it <walks laughs> there. if it's so you're always to. looking over your shoulder, though. yeah, like just like but sustain no, a job, do, so forth. You do it once, and then you time it. You you, you <laughs> exactly. do your calculations <laughs> based on walking, now. and you time it. You're like, okay, this is the last time, and then there you go. Then you're safe. So I think months. I've got a more thorough <laughs> and uh, and handy and less involved way to. Well, maybe less involved is not the best way to describe it. Mm. But think about this. Here's what I'm going to do. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this thing. Uh, somehow I'm going to get this thing <laughs> in some isolated place in the wilderness inside a compound. I'm going to get it to follow me into a compound and then lock it up in yeah. some sophisticated, you know, barred down, like a fallout shelter, right? Because we've already established it can't just move through solids. Right, yeah. So now it's locked in there, but I'm not going to stop there, you know. I'll leave that place. I'll st- Before I start my new life on Hawaii... I'm going to take a around-the-world trip, and I've got to admit, I'm going to be a bit of a loose cannon on that around-the-world trip. Oh, Josh. But it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who you sleep oh, with. It's just cannon. the one person. <laughs> yeah. It's the very first person you sleep with. Cannon. That is the new person being followed. So all the people you sleep with after don't, doesn't matter. I know, but if you, like, let's say, you, it's like, Peter, you got to do calculations. For every partner, they, they, that partner gets a curse, Right. It yeah. It's oh it, right. Yeah. So it all depends on that person having sex yeah. with someone else, and right. then oh, the person yeah. that that person has sex with having sex with someone yeah. else. Yeah. So Paul was taking the right route by sleeping with prostitutes. It's like a guaranteed yeah. right virus. Yep. <laughs> so then the idea would be the prostitute <laughs> sleeps with some John, and then that John hopefully sleeps with some other prostitute. Yeah. So I guess I would choose a prostitute that's closest to like a major hub of travel. <laughs> Good oh, thing about that. You're just potentially because you know so like you're, you're potentially endangering the entire earth right <laughs> no 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 it's about safety for so all of us man let's let's just let's r- get this straight you, you lock it up somewhere in the wilderness and then you hit the first international order you can find <laughs> i didn't say the those first words. one <laughs> i didn't Not say those, those words, words exactly but i'm just saying that uh you know and right at the end of rise of planet of the apes that guy he he gets the <laughs> He gets the uh, L1, H1, or whatever it's called, virus, and the immediate we find out he's a pilot. He goes and gets yep. goes to the airport, and that was airport. that was the downfall of human civilization. So right, you can so get it near the population centers of travel. Yeah. So how's that safety ever? for all of us? Because man, like, I don't need to go down, but I also don't want to just put one person at risk. But if you put like a million people at risk, then it's like by the time that thing gets back to us, we'll be fine. But according to uh, and it's in Tyler, a compound anyway. It'll only ever be following one person. Right. I know, right. but it has to go down the chain. You're just making the chain longer and right. longer and longer and longer. Yeah. So does that? So the guy that that slept with her with Jay, did he have the right idea? I mean, is that what? I mean, he he had it kind of figured out with like getting her alone, be like, Hey, I'm sorry this happened, he's but genius. this is what's going to happen. Now you look over here. He's, she's all tied up. She's like, see that person. Do you see it? Okay. We both see it. Now this is your mission. Now you need to yeah, right. both and he really like he did out, a good job, like laid out all the rules. How did he find yeah. these rules out? Now that I think about it, did somebody uh, do that to him. It's like, how yeah, do you know maybe. that if it touches you, it'll kill that's, you? That's the horror maybe. movie rules. You don't have to. He had to do that for us, the audience. Yeah, yeah. but I thought, like, that's kind of what I would do. Is like, yeah. what he did be like, I'm sorry, like, this is, I had to do this to you to save myself. Now Otherwise, they're the just going to die pronto and they'll yep. be back on you. But if yep. he was, the, if he was a, a good guy, he would do it to another guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 take, 
take one for the you know team, but like a girl trying to survive versus a dude. Obviously, I mean this guy's like you know I'd go find some like rugged man, and I'm like, hey, you, you're, you're gonna. Well, he's you know. got a great point, man. You no, you know what I'm saying. Though? It's like you gotta find somebody. Like, go find a Navy SEAL or somebody who could really. <laughs> Somebody who's gonna work for you. Somebody who's crafty, who's gonna like. He's gonna it take out. a bullet for you. Hey, if yeah. you if you sleep with a girl, sex with the Navy Seal. Yeah. Uh, no, you gotta switch right, it up. Sergeant, you gotta tell him. I got a proposition for you. <laughs> I need you to pay strict <laughs> attention. Are there no female listen, Navy Seal? I guess it would be a little. Hu- one thing you could tell him. Similarly, you get him in a wheelchair, which would be really difficult <laughs> to do because he's a Navy Seal. I'm gonna need you to trust right. me on this. But you tell him the same thing, except for you say you cannot sleep with a girl. It doesn't work. I tried it. You have to. Yeah, and the guy has to have military background, you know, and that's that's who you. That's all right. Listen, know? this is what you. Re- this is what I would do. I Since they go it. so <laughs> slow, he's turning it into the gay sex monster. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the gay sex. Maybe the sex monster's like, all right, you win. We're good. I'm done now. I'm through with this. Why do we? Maybe it wouldn't work. Maybe I was just onto something with the whole compound thing, and nobody has to be a floozy at all. Just leave it there. Just leave it in the compound. Yeah, you got it. Goes so slow, you can really test the limits. Like lock it in a shed, see if it can get out. Then you dig a hole. And when it falls okay. in the pit, what pour concrete on it and just put, leave it. Put do it for like the Hulk. What they were going to do with the Hulk. Han yeah. Solo it. Put yeah. cameras all inside the compound so that you can see it at all times. Put a blanket on it yeah, so it's always worse. Splash can pick it up. paint on it, you know? I mean, this That's thing. True, like, yeah. Yeah. You just see blue Throw all over it or whatever. It. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. I like dress that. it up, you know? Dress it up. Put a nice suit yeah, just always have like a gas in there, so it'll always be moving around. Was the Kevin yeah. Bacon one where they threw the paint on? Wait, Hollow Man. Man. Hey, Hollow Man. Yeah, you guys come that. up with what you guys would do. All right, you would do what dude would do. We used to would do similar what dude would do. Like right. I, I, I kind of align with, with that. But with men, right? That's what you were saying. No, no, no. That was all you, Peter. I'm gonna give you that one. <laughs> what about you, Pat? Could you try to pass you. I don't remember. I said we would test the limits and then put him in a pit and Han Solo. Han Solo. Carbonite. Carbonite. What about take t- care Tyler, what'd you, what'd you, what was your idea? Uh, m- my idea was the the lock it up somewhere, make it follow you in somewhere, and then lock it up, and mm-hmm. then go go live on an island. If you put it, if you did the carbonite thing, why? And you just kept it like in your house or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep your friends it's close. Like the and picture Dorian Gray. Just watching, yeah. Because exactly. then you could always check on it. But like, yeah. boom, there it's he is. Like, oh, still frozen Punk. in the carbonite. Uh, I would be, I would be yeah. interested to see though if you threw some paint on it and it changed shape. How right, that yeah. paint would react? I thought about that too. Probably. Obviously, it's got uh, some. Yeah. It what if it became like, like a, a little millipede and then got out of the paint? Right. Uh, I don't think it holds any kind of molecular structure. It's kind of defying all. all I we felt know like that kind of broke the rules. No, they put the ticket rape on it. Yeah. Well, there must be some molecular structure because they they touched it and they draped that sheet on it and right it i don't but think it's that interesting it should because it shouldn't have been able to physically interact with things right. other yeah, than I victims agree. because mm-hmm. now but that it, thing is becoming so real because the the person that she sees is being generated by her mind right it's her dad and then they throw a drape on her and it's obviously the silhouette of her dad which is weird because now they're interacting with what her brain is generating no it's not in demon. her brain it's it's the, the monster taking that shape She's just seeing it. It's not. It has nothing to do with what she's perceiving in her brain. In a way, though, right? Because it's her dad. I mean, the it's monster. It's because the monster shows that shape, not because the monster reads. She's brain. projecting. The it. monster reads minds and knows like your entire history. <laughs> to be <laughs> we're just reaching. We're <laughs> writing extra. He could, story he could be an alien. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I like that movie. Yeah, but did that David uh, Robert Mitchell. Look out for what uh, what else he's got going on. Yeah, seriously. Someone to watch. He's a good director. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll happily give you our... We'll be there, buddy. We'll be there, Dave, (laughs) in the theaters. Thanks for listening to today's super spooky episode of You Hate Movies. Let us know what you thought, or if we grossed you out, or if you have a better idea of how you would avoid being followed by leaving us a comment at youhatemovies.com or on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at youhatemovies, or facebook.com slash youhatemovies. Join us next week as we embark on our seven-week Star Wars adventure, Road to the Force Awakens. 